Welcome back to part two of our Q&A. That's just a whole new Q&A. Oh, okay. An entirely new Q&A. <laughs> Small Z, big impact. We back. We are Week here. two. Two weeks in, in a, a row. row. <laughs> That's because we're recording them two days apart. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Anyway. So, last week we did... Let me read the questions. No. Yeah. No, I'm still in charge. Oh my gosh. I was, I was actually, when you were when you were doing the intro, I was like, does anyone think it's funny that the podcast is my thing, but I always make you intro? I know. why do, I always tell you <laughs> the intro, and you're like, you do it. I'm like, why? I don't know what to say. Because everyone likes you better than me. It's true. It is true. I'm like, for moral, rightful, I'm For more. rightful reasons. <laughs> I, do, I don't blame them. Um, last week, we did business Q&A, and this week, we're doing personal. And then in the meantime... Of the next week, we are going to actually brainstorm of good topics to talk about to get back business to business related or just, or just life related. Yeah, just anything that will plant a small seed in your brain for a better tomorrow. I like it. You know, a small seed for a better tomorrow. Sounds like a socialism ad. It sounds like it's a small <laughs> world after all. All right, so we're still going off the questions that I got on IG. So we will start with, what's your biggest fear? You go first. Me? Yeah. What's my biggest fear? I didn't. I didn't actually think about these before. <laughs> I'm I, surprised you didn't. Huh? That I'm you made me go first. I'm surprised you didn't think about. Oh, them. I was trying to make them that's more why authentic. Was, that's why I was like, you go first, because I was like, I bet he's oh, been yeah. brewing over there thinking. No, about I tried to make them more authentic. I actually think I speak best when I don't have the ability to think. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's usually when I say the best things, and then when people are like, "Say that again," I'm like, I absolutely can't because I was <laughs> I no from I the top of my brain. <laughs> yeah. My biggest fear. I actually don't think I'm fearful of many things. If anything, my biggest fear, I guess we should define fear. There's things that like make me like anxious momentarily, like when a cop car drives behind me. <laughs> I become, I am, my adrenaline spikes really high, but that's just post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> In case anyone's PTSD wondering. from my child. Fear, fear. I don't actually think I live with a recurring fear. Because I think I understand that everything's just really temporary. Yeah. You know? I'm like, if you died, I would adapt and be okay. If Opal died, I'd be really sad. Yeah, I was going to say, but for I don't me, fear my, her dying, though. Yeah, it's not an active fear, but like if I were to think of like what's my greatest fear, it'd probably be something related to Opal. Like something happening to Opal or like something like that. Not really like anything to do with me. And that's what I'm saying. I don't actively, I'm not like actively afraid for her life or anything, but... But if I was like, oh, what's my greatest fear? It'd be like losing Opal, probably. Just because that would like... Yeah. I just don't fear it, though. So I'm like, I can't say that. Like, if that happened, that'd be terrible. Yeah. But, like, I'm not... I don't... I'm not afraid of it. Because I don't actually believe that would to be ha to happen. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's what I mean. It's not like an active, but like fear. that would... That's like... It would probably be something related to Opal. Or cockroaches. I think I think as a cockroaches. Jeez. They're just beetles. <laughs> They're not. I think, There's something I think, so creepy about that. I think the I biggest the the I would I'll kinda like pivot this question and then the thing as a whole that I kind of dread the most, which I could I you could probably say is fear, even though I'm not afraid of it, is failure. 
Yeah. Which, which actually, I was just pondering this the other day, so it's funny this question popped up. But my fear of failure actually just comes from a fear of loss. I don't like to lose. And I don't mean lose as in like, oh, I lost a race. I yeah. mean like legitimate loss from my life. And this is why change bothers me so much. Change bothers you? I hate change. Mm, I love change. I know you do. I know. But I, I hate I force change. You to go especially through. rapid change. <laughs> I dislike like I dislike disruption of yeah. my everyday Your daily. Things. Yeah. But routines. I think that's I think that also just stems from loss. The loss of anything. Like you like a, like I was just saying, if you died, you dying wouldn't be what bothered me. It would be the loss of your presence in my life that yeah. really upset me. Because then I'd have to figure out how to do this shit all over again. <laughs> and I don't like that. But that type of loss kind of bothers me. Yeah. But it's not something I fear. But I would say if I think most people are like, I'm just trying to think of people who would be in our position. A lot of people are like, I'm afraid of being broke again. I'm not afraid of being broke again because I'd just be broke and get over it and become wealthy. You know? Like, n- everything's so temporary. Yeah, yeah, But I think the thing that I dislike the most is loss Mm -hmm. all right your turn well no that's what i'm saying i think it would either be like something related to opal but it's not like an active fear because i'm not so what's the thing you fear the most in life but like think of fear how i described it what's what's the thing that you would want to avoid at all costs all the time or what's the thing that you like i don't want to say running from but in that aspect like you're fighting against yeah, I mean, mine would be, like, complete failure or, like, finan- like the the inability to financially take care of my family. Oh, I know. That would suck. Like, and I'm, like, blessed because, like, my parents would never just, like, leave me on a doorstep, you know? Like, and I don't even, I don't like to think that I, like, have a fallback that they would take care of me. But, like, that thought, like... We've been in situations before where, like, I didn't know we were in a situation and then, like, financially we were, like, in a lot more debt than I knew and things like that. So, I'm, like, the thought of being, like, not, like, now, especially now, like, we're about to have a second child. Like, not being able to, like, take care of my family, like, put a roof over their head, like, feed them, all those things. Like, you're saying, like, we could go broke. Me and you could go broke. And I wouldn't give a shit if I went broke. Like... If I myself, but I'm like, then once you have like your children, like once like Opal and Sage, it's like that puts like a whole different type of like stress or fear, which like for me, I think that that's like what fuels my ambition. Like, yeah, to continue to grow small seed and everything like that. Interesting. So, I don't know. Quick lesson, Or cockroaches. Because I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely weirdly terrified of them. I would say you shouldn't fear anything in life because one, everything's temporary, but two, you can, you can always work like past it or through it. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing. I'm not like afraid of dying or some shit like that, that I have no control over. Like, cause that's an, in my opinion, an irrational fear. It's not irrational. Cause I'm, that for it's some inevitable. people, so, for some people it's very like real fear. Yeah. It's inevitable. Exactly. It's like, it's going to happen, so what's the point of being afraid? If it happens tomorrow, or if it happens when I'm 95, like, at some point I'm going to die. So there's no point in me being afraid. Yeah, I agree. I think the fear of death is the dumbest thing ever. If you you fear death, it's not that you actually fear death, it's that you're afraid you're not living. I was going to say, you're afraid that you haven't done enough in your life. You're not currently actively living. Yeah, Yeah, because even if you did a lot five years ago, 
you would fear death now because you're upset with how you live. Yeah. So just live your best quality life. <laughs> On that same note, do you regret anything? It's going to be the same. For me, it's going to be the same answer as fear. Are there big mistakes I've made? Absolutely. Are there things that will randomly... that Are there things that last longer in my disappointment cycle of myself? For sure. Are there things that will just randomly pop up in my head and haunt me? Of course there are. And I think everyone has that. But regret is not a place to live. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think regretting is dumb. Like if you're in constant regret, that's how you end up in depression. And that's yeah. a sure way down the rocky road of suicide. Yeah. So... Don't regret anything, guys. The only thing you can do when you do regret something is make sure you don't repeat it. That's what I was going to say. I feel like regret is like uh, staying in the past because regret means like it's something that has happened. I don't like necessarily regret anything. I actually don't regret anything. But what things that I have done are like, okay, this has happened. Now let me like learn a lesson from this really shitty situation or this really shitty time. And then move forward and not let that situation or time, like, happen again. So, like, through everything that you might, like, quote-unquote regret, it's actually something that you should take as a learning curve or learning process. Yeah. On that same note, I always think apologies are the dumbest shit ever. The only form of apology that ever matters is not repeating it. Yeah. Like, if if you're genuinely sorry for something or you want to say sorry, don't fucking do that shit again. And you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. That's the only. That's like that. The, the only thing you do is course correct, because you can't really take back anything that's ever happened. Yeah, that's why I think apologies are dumb. I agree. I mean, you should still apologize. You can acknowledge, but then you should, yeah, like, but then acknowledge you should what act. you did. But then the only way to make it correct is to not do it again in the exactly. future. Yeah, yeah. And that's that. But that's what I mean. Like it's part of like learning from it. Right. Like okay. This happened, like you're saying, am I disappointed in myself or disappointed in the situation or whatever? Yes, I am. Or am I embarrassed by the situation? Yes, I am. But what got me to that situation or like how did I get to that place? Like looking at those and making sure that that never happens again so that you don't ever like get to that place again is. Otherwise, you're living in a cycle of insanity. (laughs) Yep. All right. Enough of this gloom and doom shit. (laughs) Where, what do you vision your life looking like in five years? We're going to have totally two different answers, so I'm fairly excited. All right, you first. I keep going first. I know. That's how we got it. We'll just keep it like that. All right. Where do I envision my life? All right. So it is in 20. In five years? I know. I'm like, wait. It's 2021. How old do I mean? In five years, it'll be 2026. I will be 37 years old. 37 years old. I will have my... My token 67 Car. GTO. That's one thing I envision. I will not be in North Carolina. I will likely be stuck in Hawaii. <laughs> or in the Caribbean. Um, in five years? In five years? Maybe not the Caribbean, but definitely Hawaii. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt your, your visions. No, that's fine. You're allowed to interrupt them. Go ahead. Uh, and I only say the Caribbean because... You found spots that are half a million dollars. <laughs> I was looking at houses in Florida for half a million dollars. Why not? I own a whole island. You know, like if I could buy this, I mean, some of the houses down there are really nice. If I could get a loan and buy this house for half a million dollars, why don't I just buy a whole island for half a million dollars? It doesn't make any sense to me. Other than the overhead, which I understand, guys, most of you actually probably didn't even think about that. So, 
All, All right, right. Anyway, so, yeah. so, so you have your car. I have my I have my GTO. I'll be stuck on an island somewhere. <laughs> and I guess actually, if I'm stuck on either of those islands, I won't have my GTO. Why? My whole thing's scratched, guys. <laughs> Why won't you have? Your... I'm not... Well, not if you're not if we're on like a desert. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, what the what am I gonna do with well, the GTO? Hawaii, on it's island? perfect. It's like actually, it's I don't want to import lot. it over there. It just be it's just to me, it's not worth it. I'll just get it when I come back. Yeah, if I ever come back. Oh, my dreams are ruined. I'm in despair. All right, anyway. Needless to say, both of those things require small seed to be very successful. I expect us to be a five years from now. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm really ambitious, guys, so I'm going to say nine figures. If Quest can do it, so can we. I was just listening to Tom's podcast in, in 2000. I think they started Quest in 08. 07 or 08? And by 2014... Oh, what the heck? I knew both of them really early. Yeah, we found... Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. My sister used to eat those bars. That was... That was not... Oh, 2007. Oh. Is when they I started. I 2009. Yeah, and she was not eating them in 2009. <laughs> no, but she was eating them in like 2012. Wasn't that 2012? She was eating them when we were in California. 2013? All right, yeah. All right, all right. So, so when we were in California in 2013, no, 2014, they were everywhere. Yeah. They were, they infiltrated CrossFit. They were all over the place, like in every box, every gym, everywhere you go, in every health store, blah blah blah. But and I just found out in 2014, which is only roughly six to seven years since they've been alive, uh, they did 104 million that year. Oh, that's awesome. I also found out in the first three years of their company, they grew 57,000 percent. 57,000. In the first three years. Wow, that's nuts. That's awesome. But it's because they started the company right before the emergence of social media. So, like, it was, like, such a cool time for them because they were, like, the first to hit, like, food bloggers and YouTube. And Uh, then all of a sudden, Facebook became really popular. And then all of a sudden, Instagram. And they literally were jumping right on, right on, right there. And then they just did a good – they did whatever. Tom's a fucking genius. Anyway. So, I'm like, so, I personally think in five years from now – we could we could pull nine figures, which is just a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. in revenue. It's really not that hard, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. So, I expect us to be doing nine figures. I expect us to be national, and if we get shelf stable, we could be international, which would be pretty cool. Because I got a lot of a lot of vegans over in Europe that like mm-hmm. to follow me for some reason, and uh, they all ask if we ship over there, and I said no. But anyway. In five years, I'll have two children. I'll have no balls. <laughs> True. I will be, be fitter than I am now because I'll have more, I'll have more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have more money to be able to be more fit. Um, maybe we might have our own. We're always going on two routes, so we might have our own facility. I would like to have our own facility. Maybe we don't have to be at that facility, but I'd like to have our own facility. And I'll have a personal videographer that follows <laughs> me around as a full time job. What else? How old will Opal be? Eight? Be, She'll be eight years yeah. old, turning nine. That's nuts. Five I don't really know what my life's going to look like in five years. There's an infinite amount of possibilities. But at 33, I'd really like to buy my car. But According to this market, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I meant 35. I don't know why I said 33. But um, 
We kind of have similar visions. I don't Only care because... about the car and things like that. For me, we'll probably be in Florida because that's where we plan on moving in, in like five one years. to two years. Yeah. So yeah. more like more realistically. Well, then I'll have my GTO. Yeah. There you go. More realistically, because then we'll probably end up staying in Florida for like, you know, three to five to seven years. Probably not seven. Probably three to five years, which would be like right at the five year cusp. And so we'll probably still be in Florida. Cool. Um, yeah. Small seed will like we'll. We will have financial freedom. Small Seed will be a multi-million dollar company. I picture us having like our own facility with like, I don't think that we'll, if we could find a co-packer who like really aligned with us, I would do that route. But I just have a feeling we're not going to ever and we're going to just have to like do our own. Not only that, not to cut you off from your vision. uh, I genuinely miss having my own team yeah. and like having my own facility and there's just something about owning that whole process that makes me feel great like going there and like opening the gates and having mm-hmm. i don't know to me that's cool also with the way that like everything's trendy people like we could host so many things around facility we can invite people out we could do seminars but what we also could do is help the competition like if all these other co-packers suck wank mm-hmm. and we build a facility that actually makes healthy bars, anyone who wants to make healthy bar can now use our facility. Use our facility, yeah. Which I would do because our mission is to make people healthier through food. Yeah. The more people who make healthy food, the better, food. The better yeah. our mission is pro- – like whether it's us that make six figures, I mean nine figures or another per- uh, two other companies and we all make nine figures. Who cares? Yeah, because that just means more more healthy food flooding the market. Right. More options. Yeah. Um, anyway, but I would also like to have our own facility. Yeah, my I, whole point. I picture us having our own facility. I can like see the Oh, mach- and a podcast studio, I see, like, guys. The mach- I forgot about that. Oh, you want that? Of course I want a podcast. You know my business plan. I know. I, and then I, I can like envision like the machines, like I a know, bunch of machines running so and then like all the lines of like the product just like lined up. Yeah, I can see it all. And then, like, offices either above or, like, on the other side of the place. A little spot for Opal and Sage to hang. Yep, I can see it. I'm not talking about, like, a huge, huge, huge one. That's not, like, what I'm picturing in five years. I'm picturing, like, a medium-sized one. Well, if we have nine figures, it's going to have to be pretty big. However, if we do normal growth and we're just pulling in, like, 50 million... We can I just, have, said, we can have a I just imagine one. us being a multi-million. I'm not. I don't like know. Two like two million? No, like, like I just. 10. I just don't know. I don't know because I'm. I also. Well, what just, kind of vision is that? I also just don't know money. Like how much is a million dollars? I don't know. Like I never had a million dollars. But, and then yeah, us to be in like a financially free place, for us to have traveled outside of the U.S. again. <laughs> and gone somewhere with both of our kids um and for there to be some type of some type of writing in the process either about us or about or your book coming out oh yeah and then i forgot about my book <laughs> man i gotta fix my manifestation board <laughs> it's outdated 
Before I, I would have said like I want to be in like the t- like most successful like thirty five or like tw- or thirty under thirty or thirty five whatever it is. Yeah. But like now I know it's all bullshit, so it's not really a goal. It's all. It's all. It's all. What's that called? Pay for pay. Yeah. It's pay just for play. Pay for play. Yeah. yeah. It's just all fake. So I'm like I don't care about that. And they're all I'm just not gonna owned. pay somebody to. Huh. And they're all just owned. Yeah. Sorry. No. I'm, interrupt you. I'm just saying like that was that would have been something. It would have been like I want the acknowledgement from these like. Like Times and Forbes. Like, and I think it'd be really cool like, for us to be so big that they have to write about us. Yeah, yeah, But then I think about Andy, who doesn't get put in this shit. Yeah. And I think that's because he refuses to pay <laughs> yeah, to play. Exactly. He's like, fuck you He's guys. Like, I don't need and he you. is, yeah. I think they're going to do 300 million this year. So, like, he's huge. Yeah. And he just, should be. And is he's he not under in 40? The, no. Uh, is he under 40? He just turned 40 last year, the year before. So he would have. He then, he, have then he would have. But been. he yeah, does. Exactly. He's not because he refuses. I know. And that's me too. Like, well, once I just found that out, like last year or two years ago, whenever I found that, I was like, oh, that's bullshit. Or like, like, I don't to even... get into like food magazines to be published in there. You have to pay. Yeah. Like, or fuck like, that shit. When it's like on a blog and it's like the eight healthiest protein bar, or like the eight best protein bars <laughs> of twenty twenty one. I'm like, they literally paid to, like Cliff Bar, RX Bar, like they'll pay to be part of that. That's not. That's not organic. So, anyways, yeah. Um, in five years, if Instagram's still around, we're going to have more than 10,000, so we'll finally have a damn swipe up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd really like that by next year. I know. We're growing pretty good. And I picture having like a marketing team outside of your one videographer that's going to be following you around. Like I, a that's full for marketing. Per, that's for my personal brand. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like a full marketing team for small seed. Man, yours is way more in depth. Um, I need to add some things. I'm, I'm also going to be paid to be a speaker at entrepreneurial events. That's also, that's I hope I'm that like, I'm also going to buy Holly <laughs> a 1950s Chevy pickup right. with one bench seat. Yep. And it's going to be blue. And it's going to be blue and white. Mint, like a minty eggshell blue. That just reminds me. Okay, wait, actually, never mind. There's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a bird's nest in our backyard and another animal oh, knocked. Cool. No, another uh, animal knocked the freaking eggs out. Whoops, they're dead. I know, they're smashed on the ground. No, they uh, smashed on the ground. I think a squirrel or something did it. Knocked them around. Those yeah. damn squirrels. I know. It just got damn so squirrely. sad. <laughs> um, yeah. And also, I hope to somehow, I still haven't figured it out yet, but somehow be like very involved in like the natural mom and child like health and wellness community. Well, I know how you can do that. How? One, get on your damn social and be consistent. Two, let's start a nonprofit. Yeah, I just want to like, I want to be, I want to start at that, like at the first generation. This is why, is, like, this is why we need our first. Pregnant. Like I is, want you to learn about everything you can do when you're pregnant and be healthy. And that way you can just have a whole, like your life and your child, your children's lives can be. All right. Well, we need to start getting some interviews in our podcast of people in this space. And All right. We don't need to talk about what we need to do right now. Time out. But, I'm not done. <laughs> well, I was going to say, this is, this is another reason why we should have our own space. Because then we can host seminars there. Yeah. And, like, you can invite first-term or second-term moms. Yeah. You know? It could be recorded. It could be put on the internet. People could watch it for free. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. And there goes your mission. Perfect. Anyway. All right. All right, guys. my vision for five years. So, on the, sometime in the next couple podcasts, Holly and I will combine our visions. Because we need <laughs> to get on one train here. Otherwise, we're, we're going to go on. We're pretty close. Yeah. I think I'm more ambitious than you are. I also think financially, I think neither of us care about money. We, we, I think we both believe money is a great avenue, but none of us, money is not a driving factor mm-hmm. for me.
But data is a driving factor for me. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, I want nine figures because I know what nine figures actually means. Yeah. Versus like, you don't give a fuck. Well, I'm also just like, I don't know what that means. I know. Finances finances are my For me, that's why I say financial freedom because to me, what financial freedom means, like I think it's something different to everyone. Maybe it's like a number for some people like this, but like to me, financial freedom means making any decision without having to think about... Me too. And I spend this money. That's like one of I only have like five things I always write down that I genuinely want. And that like I never want any of my decisions to have to be made because of money. Yeah. Zero ever. Like not even a house. If you were like, I want to live in Hawaii, I want to say, okay, go pick out the house. Yeah. Like that's li- to that to no, that like, high of a level. Yeah. I never want to have to think about money. Yeah. Like ever. even like dumb, like that's what I'm saying. Like really anything, like even dumb stuff being like, oh, thinking that i don't know like 70 dollars oh do i really want to spend 70 dollars on like this bookshelf i guess i'll go find one for 25 like you know like, <laughs> i'm like no but if i like the style of the 75 one, like i want to get that but like right now i'm much more like conscious about like my financial decisions and i'm like to me financial freedom is the ability to see a bookshelf i like and be like i want that one without thinking about like how is this going to affect like, can I spend $75 here? Is that going to affect, like, right. if I have to buy non-organic groceries next week or some sh- dumb yeah. shit like that? Whatever. All right. Now we're going to rewind it. If you look back. Oh, no, wait. If you, yeah, if you look five years back. Who wrote this question? If you look five years back, would you be proud of where you are? I think what they meant to say, if you went back to five years ago and saw where you are now, would you be proud? Yeah. Where were we five years ago? When uh, was that? 2016. I would not be proud. 16? Yeah. Was that the year we got engaged? Oh, no. We, we got, got engaged, engaged in 2015. 2015. We got married in 17. 2016. Oh. 2016, I, I would not be. Uh, if I, if I, if in 2016, I saw where I was right now, I would not be proud. Yeah. Me too. I'd probably be like, actually, I don't know. I'd be really disappointed that I wasn't, I wasn't in a better place. Better place yeah. Two years ago. If I saw it two years ago and I saw where I was now, I would be disappointed. Yeah. Now, if you went back 10 years ago in 2011, I would be like, wow, you're doing really good. Because I was sitting in prison in 2011. <laughs> in 2011, I was graduating but in 26, high school. Yeah, exactly. But you And you would be disappointed. You'd be like, I got married. I have kids. What is this shit? I'm locked down. If anyone no. knows Holly, you know I'm no. accurate. <laughs> no. In 2016, no, in 2016, though, there was a lot going on. I was running a $10 million company. Well, in 2016, it was only eight. Is it, this eight is million, a really weird, like, I just feel like. It's tricky. Yeah. I just feel like 2020 kind of, like, fucked everybody for, like, a minute. Yeah. So. If you ask me. It's a bad. If, in it's 2019, a, if you said look back five years, I would have been super pumped because we were growing. Things were happening really fast. You know, there was a lot of potential, and then we all had a big old reset last year. Yeah, even 2019 was, like, a weird year. I don't think... Business-wise, it was good, though. Yeah, it was just, like... But 2019's when... No, Opal was born in 2018. No, Opal was born in 2019. When was Opal born? I don't know. 2018. Uh Yeah. I don't know. It's hard, because... I was thinking 2019 from right, actually, now. Like, in 2019, in the first Q2, it's only June... I think in a year before it was, you know, a month before Opal's birthday, I think we've been pretty happy. There's just a lot going on. Yeah. I don't know. I would have, I don't know if that. Nonetheless, just, yeah. neither of us are pleased. <laughs> I'm, 
I am happy in the direction I am continuing to move, but am I satisfied where I'm at yet? No. Yeah, the, the question was I have much more, much more life and much more shit I can and should be doing. Anyway, no pride. <laughs> All right, what is next? We're getting pretty close to 30 minutes. All Just right. a couple more. Uh, why do I love mentoring people? I am not going to bother answering. Because if everyone knows me, knows. But I might turn. We might. Maybe I'll turn that into a solo podcast. Why? Well, just say a quick answer. Why do you love mentoring people? Why do I love mentoring people? To change people's lives. I mean, I do enjoy changing people's lives, but it's 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 true for fulfillment for me, you know. And then that's actually brings me the most joy out of everything I ever do. And I think that's why I love Opal so much because mm-hmm. I I am one of the things I'm actually conscious and subconsciously grateful for is my ability to have a role as a major player in her life. Like, every time I see her, I'm just like, I'm thankful that I'm able to help mold who I believe she's going to become. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's just like, I you know, she'll choose who she wants to be, but I have the ability to like sway her, her yeah, left and Or right. just show her certain things in life. But I also pride myself on being a master influencer and not a social media one, guys. A real influencer. I want to use the word manipulator, but influencers are so much nicer. Um, and I'm good at it. I think I love mentoring people because I'm genuinely good at it. Yeah. And then I can see real life results. Is, is that what I was going to say? I and think for you and they're that. such like a uh, transcending. Like if I change someone's life at 25, yeah. by the time they're 70, they've changed hundreds of lives. Yeah. There's so much collateral impact and I can, and you can witness all of it. Yeah. I was going to say, for you, I think it's that you like seeing them succeed. Like, you like seeing that, like, or this is at least, like, my view of you from the outside, that you like, you like helping people change because you like seeing them, them get, like, them get better. Right. Yeah, I'm also a firm believer that I, I, for who I am as a base of my personality and my abilities have been present almost nearly my whole entire life, but my my view was so skewed that it could never have been optimized. Like the only thing I knew was what was around me and mm-hmm. all of that was very negative. Mm-hmm. And I if I were if I were able to see people the way people see people now, I would have had a completely different life. I'm I'm not complaining. I like the life I lived because of who I am right now. But I'm just saying, if my experiences with people around me were different, my whole life would have been different. different. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know. Yeah. But anyway. Okay, next question. That's why I love mentoring people. Do you love mentoring people? Do I mentor people? Do you love mentoring people? I don't think I do mentor people. Okay. I don't think I do. If I do, I don't. You influence people, though. Yeah, but like to me, mentoring is like a, well, I do, and I like yeah, leech. like like I like attach someone to me while they're in their infant stage, and then I let them go. Or I was gonna say like yours is like a constant like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, versus mine is more like hey, I don't know, these are cool, like these are some things that I'm doing and interested in. If you're also interested in them, let me know. I agree. You're more of like a, a community of people. Yeah. And I'm more of like, I like to take the one, one person. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when I had employees, 
I still like doing it, but it's very individual based. I don't bring in other people who no, are yeah. like mine, like whatever. But yeah, I like one on one mentoring for yeah. sure. And that'll also be a business plan in my 10, in 15, five 20 years. years. No, nah, not <laughs> oh. five years. Um, all right, the next two questions, I might not answer them. Why do some people love being victims? Which I think we've talked about multiple times. Have we ever talked about on the podcast? If not, we need a whole podcast on it. <laughs> but I would I would argue that it's it's easier to A, blame other people for your failures, but also B, quicker to get rec- recognition than it is to put them to the work. And I think that's probably a big extent of it. Mm-hmm. But that's just my opinion. Would you agree or disagree? No, I agree. I think that it's... That people choose to be victims because it's, like, the easy way out, A. And B, right now, victimhood is very trendy. So, like, having a bigger, uh, what's the word? Being the bigger victim gets you more attention. And at the end of the day, that's just what those people want. Yeah, attention is the new everything. It's the new money. But, like negative like not att- just attention's attention yeah. no matter what but even if you go but like, it's easy to get but people who are successful don't get the attention that they genuinely deserve yeah. attention is the new currency yeah remember like remember like 20 or 30 years ago being a baller was like super like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. if you had a lot of money that was like wow i like you got all my attention you're mm-hmm. idolized shut the fuck up you in the corner and cry this person matters that's like early 2000s yeah late 90s early yeah. 2000s but then, if you think of like, let's just think, let's say like there was a party. Let's say 2005, and there was a party, and someone just like, whatever, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that you would relate to, I'm not really sure. But like, let's say like you're having a graduation party, and like you just got into wherever you're fucking going. Hartford? Sure, we'll say Hartford. I don't know, were you happy to go to Hartford though? <laughs> Oh, I thought you were genuinely asking me. I'm no, sure no. I'm trying to think of like somewhere cool. Oh. Like if someone got into Harvard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're celebrating someone got into Harvard. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah. But then one person had a traumatic story that night. That person would get all the real attention. Yeah. They, the person who actually won the biggest award wouldn't get the attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The attention would go to the little crybaby, woohoo, yada, yada, yada person. Yeah. Anyway. So I don't think it's a now phenomenon. I just think it's... Social media made it a larger phenomenon. Bigger. Yeah, exactly. Gave it a bigger platform. Mm-hmm. But, Like yeah. everything. Yeah. And then the last question was being comfortable raising kids that are different. I don't really know how to answer this one. How are, you, com- not, how are you not comfortable? This, this actually has nothing to do with how you raise your kids. This is are you comfortable with who you are? Because if you're comfortable with who you are, you don't give a damn what other people think about your children. Yeah. It's more like, yeah, I guess like what does different mean? But like if you mean just different. Not like normal. Like as in like, like breaks pu- out like of social oval. norms. Like, <laughs> like yeah, <puppy> anything. <laughs> or, you know, not not raising them to be like, hey, you need to behave a certain way in public or sculpting them their whole life to maybe like go to college and you got to get good. You got to go show up, go to school, get, get good, good grades, grades, go to college, get yeah. good grades, get like. A very typical job. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just going to say anything that's mm-hmm. not social norm. Yeah. But I think that comes with, like... I, like, actively try to break Opal outside of social norm. I'm, like, the complete opposite. I actively try to make her less like everyone else and more like her own individual person. Yeah, I don't... I, I think by not imposing restrictions on her, we just allow that to happen. Yeah. Like, I just let her... Whatever she wants... To, 
as long as it's not gonna like hurt her but if like she wants to be silly she wants to i don't know walk on i don't know what's like things that people don't i don't know she crawls on the floor in the grocery store and like licks like the grocery cart sometimes and i'm sure other people would be like what the hell yeah now that she's older you tell her it's gross but if she still wants to lick it then (laughs) let her lick it like hey if you get sick that's your fault i tell him like you do you that doesn't seem like the greatest idea but like if that's what you want to do like have fun we're kind of like the floor is kind of dirty but like if you want to be down there then like have a good time we're 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 kind of giving her like uh her own responsibility and also autonomy. Yeah. You know, we will we will tell I think like we tell her unless something's like really bad like you said, but we tell her I'm like, "Hey, don't do this." Or we don't really say don't do this, we'd be like, "Hey, this is a repercussion of this." So if you choose to do it and this happens, that's on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not my fault. Kind of more or less. Yeah, like even her like I'm just thinking like the other day she was standing up in the grocery cart when we were and thing and I like told him I'm like hey if you fall you're gonna get hurt if you fall you're gonna hit your head you're gonna get hurt and actually like an employee came over and was like hey like you you need to sit down like blah, blah like trying to tell her like you have to sit down or whatever and in my head I'm like I've already told her like you should sit down you're gonna get hurt this is what's gonna happen if the car moves and you fall like you don't need to come tell her to sit down but maybe that's some like life <laughs> I think they are supposed to do that <laughs> Because if you fall from there straight to a floor the floor, floor I know. It's, it's pretty solid. No, she was like in the cart cart. Not like on the stool part. Oh. Not like on the seated part. In the cart. Oh. I'd been like, hey, you want to stand there? I don't care. She was going to go like... Pfft. As long as she doesn't fall out, who cares? I mean, she could fall out maybe. But yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure the store tells them to... to I don't know. But anyway. Being... But the question being is, is the good. question Anyways. is being comfortable. Yeah, you just have to be comfortable in yourself. Like, yeah. don't put your kid, don't, or try not to put your own insecurities on your child. Because if you're not comfortable with the way your child is, if your child is different or not like society's norm, then that's just actually the way you feel about yourself. Right. Like, you're, in, like, maybe you're embarrassed because you think people are looking at you in a certain way because your child is acting a certain way. I mean, that's everything. Now, listen, if your child's being a little snobby little brat, you should be embarrassed. But, about your parenting, not about yeah, the child. That's what I'm saying. That's right. what I'm saying. That has nothing be, to do with the child. That's how you decide to raise it. Yeah, yeah. You should be embarrassed about yourself. I'm talking about them just being like weird little kids. Like, who cares? Yeah. I know. So, I think a or lot like of... quirky or weird or like... Whatever. Not, yeah, like... Different. Yeah. But, yeah, I think, I think a lot of all of that nonsense comes from being really insecure about yourself and then passing those insecurities to somebody else. So, everything always goes back to... S- meditate in silence for 15 minutes guys <laughs> figure out what's wrong with, yourself. with yourself and address it acknowledge it or change it and that's it that's all and now even if we have more questions we have to wrap it up because sage is jumping on my bladder and it's about to explode all right and on that note peace out <laughs>